Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca, this is a big episode for us. It is. I'm feeling... 50 thrifty and nifty <laughs> did you just come up with that today no i came up with it in the car ride to work this morning <laughs> first mistake but yes sorry <laughs> but All yes right. it is our 50th episode cue the streamers cue the explosions explosions that's the aarp letter we're ready yes we're yes, we're ready <laughs> and since it's our 50th we wanted to bring out a special guest for the podcast today so welcome into your ears jaquay hey Woo! what's up babes yes hi jaquay how are you hey uh let me tell you a longtime listener <gasps> big old fan um ready been ready for this cheetah girls episode oh my gosh um, got my notes big cheetah girls fan right here and so i felt like it only made sense yeah so yes. if people who are listening for like the big numbers and big anniversaries we like to do you know big disney channel flagship content and of course we were like should we do a decom because we really haven't done a lot of decoms really we we've done high school musical one and two and halloween town that's all we've done. So we're like 50th. We got to bring out the big guns, the Cheetalicious guns. So today with our special guest, Jaquay, we yes. are doing Cheetah Girls, the OG Cheetah Girls. But before we get into that, we have some Disney 4 on one Jaquay, please uh, say anything you'd like about the 4 on one news. We love to hear everyone's opinions about oh, it. I will. I got you. So I've, I've got some stories. So like I always say, let's get into it. All right, first story of the show. Joe Jonas announces DNCE's return with I quote, saw really happy new single called Dancing Feet. All right, get your smoothest moves ready because DNC is back. The funk pop group fronted by Joe Jonas has reunited for new music and is primed to return with the new single Dancing Feet, which features an assist from Kygo. Joe Jonas announced the group's return on Instagram Monday, showing off a new logo and teasing a new track. He's quoted in saying, it's really happy. It's that feeling of not giving and caring whatever people think and enjoying life to the fullest, Joe Jonas told in a Rolling Stone article. He says, I think the new DNC always did so well. What was brings joy to people which is what I wanted to do with this new batch of music. Obviously, it's still very tricky times, but it reminds us all of being able to go out there and dance and enjoy life. He goes, in the past with Jonas Brothers, I used to carry a lot of trauma, or as Jamie Lee Curtis would say, trauma. He didn't say that, but I felt like <laughs> I should add that. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> could you imagine? When new projects would present themselves because you could only focus on one thing at a time. So he goes, I feel so inspired and it's fun to bring back DNCE. So are we excited about DNCE coming back? I, I like DNCE for the most it's part. Cute. So. I mean, I mean, it gives them something to do. 
Yeah, every every when the Jonas Brothers got back, every time one of them goes off to do another thing, I'm like, oh boy, didn't we just get back together, brothers? Didn't we yeah. just? Yeah. But I guess now that Nick Jonas is having a baby, there's going to be like uh, another like low period, and Joe's going to have to do something else. Sophie Turner's like, yeah. are you going to come home to raise our child? And Joe's like, no, I got to nope. hit the road again, man. I'm Not sorry. Tonight. That's nice. Let me tell you a little something. Sophie Turner has always been in the background for me until I saw, as we all did, that little roast Jonas Brothers thing that happened. Um, mm-hmm. Though, was it probably written for her? Yes. However, she got it. She like she knows what's up. Well, she's, she's the... outspoken, and I'm like, I like her. She was the only one with good stage presence. Priyanka Chopra. It was that was hard to watch when she it went was. up and it did, did her get thing. Me, it did and give then, me with the little pregnancy thing. Like you knew it was fake, but she almost had me. Well, was it fake? Now that we know that they're having a baby, maybe it was. Well, she's not. She's not pregnant though, right? They went through a surrogate. Yeah, it was a surrogate, yeah. but she made a joke that said, "Like we're expecting." You could see Nick Jonas at the time. We all thought this was the announcement, but now I'm thinking, what if he was like, "We're announcing this right now, Priyanka? <laughs> how dare you?" But, no better way. Right. Exactly. On a Netflix special, that was really bad is a great way to announce your uh, pregnancy <laughs> news. Uh, bad news and some good news. But I mean, I like DNCE, Cake by the Ocean. It's a bop. Yeah. What was, what was some of their other songs? Body Moves and Toothbrush <gasps> were my other I favorites. do like Body Moves. Yeah. Ah, I will <laughs> this is kind of like a little petty thing for all, you know, my theater bops out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never forgive them for what they did on Grease Live personally. And that's why I was like, I don't know if I can listen to y'all. They, um, they really Live? took the bop of, they sure were. They were um, they were the band that sings Born to Hand Jive. And oh, really? oh I'm a very gosh. big believer in like stick, stick, to the, stick to the decade. And they really said, you know what? Let's pull out our original look, but add like a suit and tie to it. And I'm like, y'all, you're not in it to win it. I feel like DNCE never really hit how people think they hit if that makes sense like i yeah. feel like every time like we talk about dnce it was like it was a moment in time it was like a song in time <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a, yeah like cake by the ocean was a big moment in time but it was a moment it's the like moment when, is past. it's like when if you watch the jonas brothers documentary that came out that coincided with them reuniting the way they talked about nick jonas's solo act was like he was Justin Timberlake when he left in sync. In all actuality, Nick Jonas' solo act was it was fine. It was popular. But like in the it Jonas didn't Brothers like any of it, but but like in the Jonas Brothers realm, it was big. But like in all actuality, Nick Jonas wasn't like the biggest he wasn't like Justin Bieber selling out arenas by himself. No. Yeah. So but proud of but... Joe Jonas going on. Yeah. We'll see what happens, I guess. You can't keep him down. I'm excited for it. I'll listen to the song, of course. So, all right. Next news story of the ep. We got some reuniting of old couples, early 2000s couples. Great. (laughs) Hilary Duff and husband Matthew Coma enjoy date night with her ex, Joel Madden, and Nicole I saw this picture. I did see that, yeah. All right. Hilary Duff stays friendly with her exes. The How I Met Your Father star enjoyed a couple's night out with this past weekend with her husband, Matthew Coma, and as well as her ex-boyfriend, Joel Madden, and his wife, Nicole Ritchie. So for those of you who don't know, 
Joel Madden and Hilary Duff dated all the way back in like 2004 up until 2006 for over two years. And this was, uh, he was, she was 16 and he was like 23, I think. Sorry. Um, I think I always lose that in the mind. Um, but, but uh, you know that song, Wake Up? the the wake oh, up pop. wake up he oh, wrote yes. that he wrote that with her okay so come we on can, now london can, paris maybe tokyo right there's something going on anywhere i go but it was what sparked it seeing on the internet was someone tweeted a picture of it it said joel madden hillary up in the same space my scooby-doo ears per- uh perked up and i thought that was funny you have been having a Scooby-Doo-assance on Twitter this week. It's so funny. Okay, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but if anyone watches Euphoria, Jaquay, do you watch Euphoria? It's a show that multiple people told me to watch, but from what I've seen on the TikToks and the social media, I know with my low patience of people in general, I'll probably hate it. Right. Well, it's, this, it, this it's a This is not living up to the expectations for you know me, what we but... can talk we can talk about euphoria because zendaya is in euphoria and zendaya is a disney star go. so it makes sense uh the dccu <laughs> as i call it is never ending but anyway the reason becca's a scooby-doo renaissance because there's a scene in the latest episode where someone's trying to get zendaya's character's attention and zendaya's character in euphoria is called rue so and she mm-hmm. goes rue when was this but people are just cutting that clip and just having the clip of her saying rue and people are going, Scooby-Doo, when he figures out what one plus one is. And then it's the clip of the girl going, Rue? And it's so funny. No one else will think it's funny, but I laugh at it every time. I'm I, just, I think it's funny that you think it's funny. I'm a simple man. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> Jaquay, Aren't Jaquay we all? said, said mm hmm. Yeah, simple mind, simple mind. <laughs> yeah, le- that'll do it for you real quick. You're learning fast. You're learning fast how I operate. <laughs> but. It's, I always love to see old celebrities who used to hang out in the early 2000s and haven't been seen with each other in like 20 years resurface. That's true. I think yeah. it's interesting that like, now I'm like thinking, did she know he was going to be there? I hope so. I'm, I'm assuming there's was like a that, group chat. I don't know if you guys saw the video and I don't know if maybe it pertained to this instance and how this came about. Did you see the video of... Um, I almost called her Lizzie it, when Hillary was at the <laughs> restaurant with her current man and she's like going through the text and her man's like oh is that your ex over there and she's like no don't call him over don't look <gasps> was that of Joe Madden I don't know maybe maybe that's how they reconnected oh but she was like don't call him over and then he came over and they had to take that picture right yeah <laughs> he's like let's all go out <laughs> but yeah good for them we love to see people reuniting in good spirits. All right. Last story. Speaking of Hillary Duff, and this this one hurts for me. So Disney Plus released the trailer of the remake of Cheaper by the Dozen, starring Zach Braff and Gabrielle Union. And so Cheaper by the Dozen, the 2003 version with Steve Martin, Bonnie Hunt, and of course Hillary Duff, is ingrained in my DNA. It was one of those movies that I grew up with, I had it on all the time. So seeing this hurts. It hurts. Really? Yes. One, 
There's only 10 kids in the poster. So I guess the dozen includes the parents. And it's about a blended family who come together. And that's what makes them the big family. So I'm like, well, it's kind of like that movie, Yours, Mine, and Ours. Yeah, Instead, I was like, that's giving Yours, Mine, and Ours. That's not... <laughs> I think the worst part is they're keeping the last name of the Steve Martin version. Oh, well, Disney Plus Bakers. also owes us an apology for putting the Kardashians on their network, but not giving us the Lizzie McGuire reboot. Right, right. Yeah, that like, part. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I hope Hillary Duff's getting a big payday from Hulu. So she's like, mm-hmm, you missed out. That's right. I mean, I saw the trailer. I enjoyed it. I really liked it. Um, I'm the type, well, first of all, Gabrielle Union, she really sold it for me. Um and aren't they a blended family? Because she had five kids and so did he. And they came together. At least that's what I read in an article about the movie. Yes. In the 2022 version on Disney Plus, it's about a blended family. But the, so two for the oh, dozen. Oh, I got you. Got you. Yeah. It just really just clicked for me. It really just yeah. clicked right now. Yes. I guess what annoys me about it is two for the dozen, the franchise is based off a book that's based off a family who mm-hmm. actually had 12 kids. Like that's not a blended family. And so of course, this is not, this is not like a remake. This is like a remake of a remake of a remake, but it just annoys me that it's, it's 10 kids. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll have two kids at some point, like during the movie. Oh, at the end. Oh, maybe not at the end. I don't know. I haven't seen the the trailer or anything. I mean, it's just like a classic, like zany family. Yeah. Family who's causing a lot of ruckus. But then that makes me think about how often we were fed the whole big family trope as children, because you had Cheaper by the Dozen, then Yours, Mine, and Ours, and then Cheaper by the Dozen too, and had us all thinking, oh, are we supposed to have 10 kids? Is that our future? <laughs> See, I always watch this movie being like, I don't even want to have three. We also had, in the early yep. Disney Channel days, we had Quince. Quince? We sure yes. did. <laughs> Which got us started on the lower half of the numbers, but that was still like... <laughs> Well, that was a six-kid family, right? It was like five babies and then the older girl. Yeah, yeah. It's and then been a John million and years plus since I've eight? seen that. John and Kate plus eight. Oh, mm-hmm. I wonder they if that's why, I like, real quick. Yeah, our and generation is maybe like Octomom. holding off on having kids. Right. Wow. Two thousand eras were like <laughs> big family, big fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, is it? Because all right, I'll take your word for it. All right. Well, that's all the Disney 401 I got for you today. Hope everyone enjoyed because that's all I got. All right. Well, speaking of iconic families, I mean, we already spoiled it, so you already know, but we are doing the deep dive of the Cheetah Sisters today. Mm -hmm. The first Cheetah Girls movie. Yes. The Cheetah Girls from 2003 aired on August 15th, 2003. 2003. And it obviously starred Raven, Adrian Bailon, Keely Williams, and Sabrina Bryan. And at first, if you listened to us for a long time, you're probably like, didn't you guys already talk about the Cheetah Girls? I know I listened to this. Yes. But we talked about the Cheetah Girls as a whole and as like as a band and just like- I got flamed on TikTok. (laughs) We talked about their impact of the, just like of the franchise. But now we're deep diving in to the movie that started it all. The Cheetah and Girls. If, the if one anyone is here from the TikTok, let me just say, 
All I was saying is that High School Musical as a trilogy sticks the landing better than Cheetah Girls as a trilogy. Like I, Cheetah Girls one is like and two. I think Cheetah Girls two is better personally. But oh yeah, the yeah. first one, like rewatching it last night, it still slaps. Yeah. Period. Jacoy, what is your history with this movie? Ooh, okay. Get yourself a snack because okay, this is the story. Um, <laughs> so. I truly don't remember my first time watching it. That's how long I've been watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, Became huge, big old fan of it. Um, I remember in, I want to say like second grade, this shows the boldness that was really a very young Jaquay. There I was, (laughs) and I was really into drawing. I drew every character from every movie I ever saw. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let me draw the Cheetah Girls. And you can just imagine how bad it was, but you couldn't tell me nothing. I was an mm-hmm. artist. I was Picasso, right? <laughs> and so I was like, okay, look at these group of middle schoolers outside my window. Let me go try and sell them my drawing. <gasps> I drew each cheetah girl on one piece of paper and I went out there and showed it to them like some sort of art dealer. I was like, hey, you want this for a dollar? I drew it. It's the cheetah girls. And they said no. And then I ran inside to my mom crying. And I was like, they're so mean. They didn't want to buy my drawing. So there was that. Oh. So that was a, my little cute little side story. But mm-hmm. overall, y'all, Cheetah Girls, it's all about, <laughs> I think why I love it so much is because of naturally the representation in it. Also, happy Black History Month. What happy a great History Month. to do it on. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I pre- Very prevalent time to do this. Exactly. So... It's just the representation and what we were able to see ourselves on a screen. And especially at a time when Disney was actually doing either heavy topics or showing teenagers actually acting like teenagers. Yeah. So look, I love it. In my opinion, here's my hot take. Do it. If you don't like the Cheetah Girls, just say that you're boring. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) To me, the Cheetah Girls is it. If you can forgive and I have some notes on this about the whole dichotomy between Cheetah Girls and High School Musical um I understand that it's a battle it's a battle and I get that Cheetah Girls 2 does slap however when it comes to both first movies if you can forgive the first High School Musical movie for all that they pulled you can forgive Cheetah Girls 1 period I mean without Cheetah Girls 1 we would not have a High School Musical to speak of yeah I mean that exactly this film I I mean like I personally think the High School Musical is like a more refined as a musical because it's got that musical structure in the songs. But like this, yeah, this is still, yeah, all four songs that we get are <laughs> all four, <laughs> and we do only yeah, get four it's a unless you want to count. Um, it's all it's around the a, world. It's not about quantity; it's about quality, and That's those true. four songs are quality. So, yeah, just and going we open, off. Yeah, we just open going, on my favorite cheetah girl song i think well, well before really? before Maybe. we get into the plot <laughs> should i do a little fun should i do some fun facts yeah yeah, yeah. i sent you some last yes. night yeah so obviously i wholeheartedly agree with everything you guys all said this film like marks the first ever decom that is structured as a musical and the first time that disney channel ever put out an album so when the when the film was about to be released, they didn't, they weren't going to put out an album. And the producer, Deborah Martin Chase, who also produced the movie with the one and only Whitney Houston, went up to Disney and said, you need to put an album 
people will buy this. So at the last minute, they had to draw contracts for them. And without any promotion or anything, it became like one of the highest selling records from Walt Disney Records. And it went double platinum. The movie was watched by 6.5 million viewers and the DVD alone sold 800,000 copies. So, I mean, and everyone knows the impact that the Cheetah Girls had on the channel. Name it and the Disney machine merchandised it, slapped their faces on it. And of course, we all know what happened when they went to touring around the world and Raven peaced out. And sure did. And also some casting before it was solidified that it was Raven, Adrian Keeley, and Sabrina. When it was first being developed, Tia and Tamara came, came up in the conversation. Also, Solange was going to play Aqua, but had to yeah. drop out. I love that they minute. said Tia and Tamara were too sophisticated for this. I think they meant they were too old because this is 2003 yeah. and they were teenagers in the 90s. And Raven's like, what, 16 here? Yeah, so like look- this was, this came out in August and that's a Raven premiered in January of 2003. So she was still like fresh on the scene as well. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I know, they went um, with the right choice. I know Adrian was like, I think she was 20 when she filmed the movie. So they were mm-hmm. all still around like the youngish spectrum. Yeah, T and Tamara yeah. would probably be like in their mid 20s at this point. So that would have been weird. But it's okay. Later on, they get twitches and all's well. Yeah, they were well. like, we'll do twitches. Yeah, we'll do twitches instead. <laughs> All right, we open on what seems to be the Cheetah Girls are already booked and busy at a children's <laughs> yes, birthday party. Love deserved. It. Love it. I th- I th- I think the Disney Channel gods that the opening credits was not in Times New Roman because you know like you know it's like <laughs> yeah, you know, the like starring yeah, the I'm high like, school musical effect. Right. I'm like thank goodness. <laughs> I'm like thankfully, but that's all. And then we still we, we also still get starring. Um, yeah. Starring Raven, because she wasn't going by Raven Simone at no. this time either. Only one name needed. Well, yeah. We love, this, uh, we love this cute little shaky New York City aerial shot. It's one of the <laughs> more iconic opening shots of our DCOMs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. It's actually, what I had was, this is one of those moments where I know people were like, Cheetah Girls over HSM. The title card for High School Musical, again, if you could forgive that, you could forgive the <laughs> shaky aerial shot. In right. Cheetah Girls. One point to Cheetah Girls for not doing Times New Roman. <laughs> so, so far, so good in my book. At least they still there kept we go. Yeah. But then we but, do immediately get those fisheye lens shots, like, yeah. right off the bat. It's very 2000s, yep. though, so. Yeah, I, I forgot how many times during basically every Cheetah Girls performance, yeah. you're, like, the POV of their audience. <laughs> well, you're, and like, right like, there. And one of them's always doing like one of these. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I thought arms. about it for a little bit and then I heard someone else bring it up and I was like, oh, that makes sense because, you know, obviously getting into the realm of the movie, they're artists, they're, they're seeing it in their mind of like a music video. But also I know a majority of Cheetah Girls that I saw the most often were the separate little music videos on the channel that they had in commercials. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that may have been a big reason why they shot it like that to help promote it so they could separate it for actual music videos. Yeah, as opposed to when they would show the high school musical, uh, they weren't even music videos. They were like literally the scenes from the movie. And with this, they're like shot like music videos. 
with Cheetah Girls 2, they went more that way since that one's more structured as like a musical start to finish. But this is yeah. like yeah. a story with songs in it. So it makes more sense that like, that's what it yeah. is. Well, I think we should talk about the very first scene and the very first song yes. together. Our show can. woman, yes, our show please. woman gallery. And, Ra- and, and of course, Raven. <laughs> the, song. Raven, of course, at the forefront, like she should be. And what looks that like part. someone took paper and a paper shredder and glued it on her top. Um, <laughs> Not the top. But it's, you, I you love know, that I fit on Galleria. It's a cute little, she, everyone matches except for Dorinda. And this is a note that I bring up constantly. Dorinda, they really did her dirty with all of her costumes. Every single one, none of them hit. Like you got uh, Chanel and like the cute little monochrome purple pink. You got Aqua in the iconic purple tights, white cowboy boots, turquoise uh, skirt. Obviously, you got Galleria in the turquoise top. But then mm-hmm. we got, then they said, Dorinda, we're going to do a little different for you. Let's put you in a black and white stripe, long sleeve, crop top with a red belt and just some blue jeans and call it a day. They did her dirty. Yeah. Her character's already poor, okay? Don't put her down any further. <laughs> uh, I I love this fit on Galleria. Like when I think of Galleria, this fit from Together We Can is like the one that I- Oh, really? Of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess so too. Could you, I guess I really don't know what I think. Me. It's the sleeves. I mean, of course, I think of the track suits at the very end. Is like when I think of the Cheetah Girls, I think of the tracksuits at the very end. But that's like when you think of the Cheetah Girls, like when I think of Galleria, like specifically. Galleria, that's the fit that comes to mind. Yeah. So, of course, the there. This is a great introduction to the Cheetah Girls. We find out that they've only been together for six months. Yeah. As like the foursome, because yeah, and they're still like working out the kinks because Dorinda flipped on all the girls, (laughs) knocked them all over. Sure. And- did. Well, it's because of Aqua. Aqua, and here's the thing. Aqua's my least favorite cheetah. My least favorite. She used to be my she- favorite. Boy, did she get bumped down. Well, she has the least to do in this movie. She does. And when we were watching this last night, my boyfriend pointed out that she's the only one that we know like nothing about in this movie. Yeah. All we know is like, she everybody moved from else, Texas. We have we have a fully fleshed out backstory. All we know about Aqua mm-hmm. is that maybe she has a dad. She's from Texas. She's maybe a germaphobe. And, and she has hot sauce in her purse. And that's like all that we get. So they're performing at a children's birthday party. Is it the little boy who's at the Cinderella performance who's running the sound? Yes. Poochie. Um, po- oh, what is Chanel's last name? I forget. But that's Chanel's little brother, Poochie. What? Um, and you never hear about him again ever after the first movie because he's always off with his dad. So I think Juanita was just like, you like your dad more? Go stay with him. I. <laughs> Poochie Simmons. That's Chanel's Simmons, brother. Yeah. I always thought it was Aqua's yeah. brother. I thought oh, it no. was a dog. <gasps> like when they were like, "You forgot about Poochie." I just thought that Poochie was like the the foil to Toto. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> that we just never saw. Let me so, tell you, in this first number for fourteen and fifteen year olds, that choreo, it, it, it's a lot of the choreography is very five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, like, but they're boom, hitting. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, they're hitting every mark, except when Dorinda something, fell. When Aqua gets her foot stuck, too, right? In the thing, mm-hmm. like in the wood. And then everybody else is falling. But our showwoman, Galleria, does mm-hmm. not stop performing. She doesn't falter. That she part. Doesn't... That part. She doesn't falter. Never. And I don't know if it's supposed to show that, like, 
I feel like this scene sets up the dynamic for how the rest of the movie is going to go between all of them because we don't know at that point if Galleria like is knows that there's a shit show happening behind her and she's just choosing to go on or if she's like truly so dropped in that she's oblivious. I think she's just so dropped in that as long as she hits her mark, she knows it's going to be good. Yeah, she's in it to win it. Now, of course, you got Aqua. If you notice while like rewatching it, each shot that it shows Aqua faltering her foot is caught in the wood a different way. There's a moment where the foot isn't even in the plank and I'm like, Aqua baby, get it together. And this is the start to my little uh, Dorinda aerial countdown. Cause boy, does she love doing those hand, like no hand aerials. She does yes. about four in the movie. She does them. She so pulls like, a Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, so after this scene, we kind of, at the beginning of the movie, just kind of see the dynamics of the Cheetah Girls. And then they left the party and they're like, and they're talking about the talent show and how they're really nervous about the talent show. And did anyone here do talent shows in high school or middle school? I know I did. I, I did the fourth grade variety show. I was an MC, mm-hmm. but I wasn't in the show itself. Nice, nice. I did elementary school talent shows. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Just like the Cheetah Girls, I'm gonna go to a performing arts high school. Uh, and you went- damn well did I. Oh, you went to a performing arts high school? Call me victorious. I will. <laughs> so, okay. So it's revealed that I'm a, the Cheetah Girls go to a performing arts high school. How is this mm-hmm. compared to an actual performing arts high school? Does it kind of have the same feel of people take talent shows like life or death? Well, in the spectrum of Cheetah Girls, I'm the only thing you can really compare it to is like, a showcase, which you mostly see in colleges, but mm-hmm. like in the Cheetah Girls, where they're like, okay, whoever wins this gets time in a recording studio yeah, and I was actually like grand prize, and that, that gets you closer. Just like for showcases, agents come by mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, whoever's the best is going to get signed with this agent that'll help you get further. So it's kind of that same thing. My high school, we didn't do talent shows, we just did shows, and that was about it. Oh, shows. Okay. So there weren't like any showcases, they were just like shows and stuff? No, that in my. From my experience, that mostly that's mostly for college stuff. Mm-hmm. But look, Manhattan Magnet, I guess they got it like that. Yeah, I mean, the prize was time in a recording studio, and I went, "What?" Which that stand-up comedian, if he had won, would he have just gone <laughs> to produce I get, a comedy? I, also, I was also like that. I was like, "Why are you telling jokes?" Exactly. Rick, what are you doing? Yeah, I remember my middle school talent show. All the first prize was a trophy and like a little mini TV you could put in your room. And like gift cards. Oh. So but that's not you, bad, I guess. But you were in the newspaper. So okay, well there I, I don't I don't want to brag, but I did come in second place and my picture what was in do? the news. I sang Hunter saying the start of something new all by himself. <laughs> okay, I found out before, wow. but I'll do a little rundown. So I panicked when they asked me about a karaoke song and the only karaoke song I knew we had at my house, I was I was twelve, eleven was the High School Musical soundtrack, and they had karaoke tracks at the end. So I said, uh, start us something new. And that's, and history was made that Iconic. day. Iconic. Iconic. I was the only sixth grader to make it to the second round. But Look, enough, someone had to, and it was you. <laughs> but, but enough about me, please, please. I love how in this first scene, um, like the first scene where we hear dialogue after Together We Can, the audio sounds like a tin can. Like, yes. it's bad. There were times yeah. when Raven would like sing, like there's that moment where Raven's calling uh, Chanel and she's like, oh, here's like a new Cheetah Girl track. I'm figuring it out. And her mic is so hot. 
Yeah. Like yeah. The, the sound was not mixed well. It was not mixed well. So it's very much like indie Disney level. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like walking to like their perspective homes. Like Dorinda's got to go to dance class. Aqua doesn't want to use the subway because she's from Texas and that's a thing. Yeah. And, and Dorinda then, just busts out a flip in the middle of the street. Right. That's the second one. That's the second one. We <laughs> yeah. keep them count. Yeah. And then this is when I'm like, so it's established that Raven, I'm going to refer to her as Raven always. Yeah. Raven and Chanel were like a duo <laughs> for the longest time. Yeah. yeah. To quote them, divas mm-hmm. and diapers. Yes. So, and then like they're the talent show woman or whatever she teaches at the high school, like said, oh, you should add. <gasps> Drinka. Drinka champagne. Drinka champagne. Played by um, a black trans woman, which is yes, amazing. I, yeah, yes. I found that out in that documentary. Um, yes, Sandra Caldwell. Absolutely. And hardcore. she was like, you should add these two girls. And so I'm like, the dynamic, like, so the Cheetah Girls is all about, like, four girls, take it on the world. They're so close. But if you watch the movies, and you watch at least the movies Raven is in, it's very much mm-hmm. about the friendship between Raven and Adrian Bailon. Like, yeah. they're the closest oh, ones sure. in the group. So I'm like, I'm wondering how they feel. Aqua and Dorinda have a really great moment, like, well, halfway through this, but... Well, it's very it, clear, yeah, like... Yeah, it is mostly about all of the duo scenes are theirs it's very clear like yeah these two are closer than the other ones but yeah and then you get that scene Which, where real life too yeah raven's the only one who talks to adrian <laughs> well adrian has been posting photos from the set of raven's home all week as well which i know i can't wait yes i'm so excited real here for it i was just gonna say because like it happens throughout the movie and one of the more disappointing things I find with this, especially with the first movie, is that it's not on people's like number one quotable list because the lines in this movie are it and they hit the spot. Like when Aqua's like, always ride with your spurs on girls. When I tell you I say that every other day, every other damn day. I the mean, writing in this movie is amazing. I mean, I wrote it down and we'll get to it soon, but the moment where Raven goes, if he can't respect my art, he can't have my heart. Amen. That, that right there. Amen. And then, and then Raven <laughs> goes, I should write that down. <laughs> so then we get, so Chanel and Raven are just talking about how, like, uh, admittedly, they're just like, when we get old, it's just going to be the two of us. I'm like, well, damn. Sorry, Aqua and Dorinda, you're out of <laughs> here once they turn 60. Like, they're going to, like, get a penthouse apartment, and we see that Jackal Johnson has just signed a new person to his record label, and they're really excited. Yes, and they bust and out that whole dance in front of the yeah. electronic store. I and love it. I really wish that song was on the soundtrack because that song slaps. Is it oh. not? I thought it was. No, no, but it's a whole Dang bop. It. But let me tell you, as a new, as someone who recently moved to New York, um, will never, never will you see two children <laughs> dancing outside of a studio and see a whole crowd come around them and be like, hey, she's really good, you know? Right. That's what I thought. I was like, well, I mean, we'll get to the climax and it's realism about New York City as well. Yep. But <laughs> the fact that like this whole group crowds around, like they'd just be walking on by. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, another yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, and then we finally get the first sighting of not the Toto, but the idea of Toto. And yeah. Galleria, aka Raven, was late to do something with Toto. And then we get into Galleria's family dynamics. And yes. I love 
uh, Dorothea Garibaldi, played by yes. Lynn Whitfield. I wrote. Lynn Whitfield. I wrote. I, I said her. one of the most realistic portrayals of a parent ever on Disney Channel. Oh yeah. Question mark. Icon. Icon. Like I love her. I think she's great. She's she's like she acts like an adult. And yes, she's everything I want to be. Everything I, I want to be. Yeah. Especially after growing up and seeing Lynn Whitfield really only play like these villains in these black movies. Like to see her in this role right here being like, hey, responsible and kind, here for it. Right. And so throughout this whole movie, I don't know, I'm probably, I'm sure you guys read into this, but it felt like Dorothea, Gab- Galleria's mom, in the past had some sort of music. I feel like it's always like foreshadowed, not foreshadowed, but like touched upon that she kind of went through what Raven went through and was scorned. And that's why she's like, huh. you gotta, yeah, you gotta Maybe. think about school. Just I mean, like you, you know that she knows what she's doing in the scene where they meet Jack. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I know who you mm-hmm. are. And then rattles off like a bunch of facts about him just to go, yes. what's your name again? And like, I and then, lo- oh, I loved it. Yeah. And the, and she goes on to say like, you can't make a demo that fast. You have to record. You have to mix everything. So I said, in my mind, I was like, oh, they're like s- setting up like a story that she was some sort of singer back in the day or tried to be and was scorned. Maybe. At least I, that's yeah, what I took away from it. And maybe that's just me being older. I love the way like, her father says Galleria too. Like Galleria. the way he says her name. That man, he is truly an Italian caricature. And in that moment, whenever you see Franco, you're like, oh, this movie was our first introduction to camp. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we just get a great Galleria family dynamic story and you get to like you know more about Galleria and her mom than you ever do Aqua in three movies in my opinion. That's very true. Like yeah. I know a lot about them. But then we go oh and then we learn about uh Chanel's parent or her her milf in a midlife crisis mom. <laughs> Did you Love see it. like oh my in, gosh. in Chanel's apartment all around the walls are like pinned up framed pictures of her mom like model. Yes. So I'm like, it's her mama mom. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. And all Chanel Which wanted is... to and all Chanel wanted to tell her was that she hit the high C and the cheetah girls. Well, the, she hits it again in the kitchen for no one. Cheetah girls. Yeah. <laughs> Which that kind of makes sense as to why Dorothea and Juanita are friends, because Dorothea, it seems like she's a fashion designer and Juanita's mm-hmm. a model. So yeah. it only makes sense. I know. And we she talks about uh what's the boyfriend's name? Luke. Uh, Luke, Luke, who we who we meet in the second movie, and they kind of like reframe that. Oh, he's French, but he lived in Barcelona, so it's kind of funny. But in this movie, he, you only think he's from like France. Yeah, so, yeah. she's always like, no, no one here is like these the French man. Yeah. So Juanita is so preoccupied with uh, the new boyfriend. She was like, well, I hit a new no in the Cheetah Girls. Not like you care, but okay. Bye. Well, when we were introduced to her tearing through her teenage daughter's closet for a skin tight top to wear right yeah and when then chanel's like oh that top is cheetalicious baby that top is ugly in any okay. decade don't do I'm it so well, she glad. was just like trying to put her mom in like maybe something that was flowy and not like right Shaquay, yeah. i'm so glad you brought up cheetalicious because i just have to <laughs> go into this in what moment in time 
did like the four members thought, okay, guys, we have to like, if we really want to be like superstars and pop stars, we have to make our own language. I need to know like the first moment someone said Cheetalicious and growl power. Every they, time they say growl power and you hear that like, Row! like who is doing that? Some, someone <laughs> I know it's, someone it's, behind clearly, it's clearly Ow! a sound effect, but it, I'm like, which one of y'all can make that noise? <laughs> is there groupie in the background with like a soundboard? Like, and it happens every time they do like the cheetah pound. Yeah. 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 It's just, they are so dedicated to the idea of being a cheetah that they're like, all of our clothes have to be cheetah. All of our sayings have to be cheetah. Because it's the fastest and fearless, fiercest feline in the jungle. I guess so. But it's just like, okay, we get it. You're the cheetah girls. Right. Like, but when they have it. that scene where, um, I mean, I know they're just doing the boy thing where they mock them because they're flirting with them. But those two guys that are the senior douchebags or whatever that were like, mm -hmm. I was like, these are the yes. hottest girls in school, I bet. Like, why are y'all making fun of them like this? Do you think, okay, that's another good question. I always like to wonder like the Disney characters, if they're not a play not like said that they're popular, do you think the cheer girls are popular? Or do you think they're just like, who are these freshmen who think they're all that? Because I feel like it can go either these way. These seniors obviously know who they are. Well, yeah. how could you not? I would you say they're four, popular. You have four people simultaneously saying growl power and cheetalicious <laughs> every four seconds. <laughs> I would also, say they're popular because, or else the news, the school newspaper wouldn't want to write about them. Yeah. yeah. And they already know who they are when they approach them after the talent audition happens. So they already know at least who they so, are, if not like... Well, this is a great topic to discuss. Who do you, what do you guys think of uh, this like love-hate relationship between Raven and that guy? I, okay, it makes so me worried because I can't remember, I know he's older than them. So he reads to me like the creepy senior who pervs on the freshman girls every year. <laughs> Let me tell you this, Derek Mackerel, like we could care less about him. He's the one of the more inconsistent characters, but Derek, y'all, um did he have my eight-year-old self quaking 100 percent, 100 percent. i and i don't know if so the actor's kyle schmidt i don't know if y'all seen his instagram mm -mm. still just as fine today still i mean just he's as fine. fine like like when he when he oh shows up gosh. in that turtleneck that was a moment well his this is not this is not his first disney channel movie way back he when in? he was in alley cat strike oh my gosh <laughs> so a couple years before this so he was already in the oh, family. Really? He was already in the family. So yeah, there's like a weird dynamic between him and Raven. Like when, cause like they want to switch times. And this is the first instant where Gallery is like, this is the plan we're sticking to. And if you try to change it at any moment, I'm really gonna be mad at you. Because she wants to go yeah. at like this time. And Derek's like, hey, can you like change it? Cause we have to do this. And she's like, yeah, I guess. And Dorinda's like, well, that's cutting it close. A gallery goes, where do you always have to go? <laughs> and I was like, oh God, don't cross Galleria. I mean, but also like, though, you agreed to be committed to this group. Like you really got to- Yeah, but they're, they're also, I guess, this is why I can't be a leader of a group. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I know you have plans. I'm not a Galleria. You know this talent show is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is a great segue. Once all that is settled and once- Weird Derek goes, you know, you'll always be my boo. 
that gets me pregnant every single time. Every oh. single time. The way that he like whispers it into oh into her ear when she's like, you know, you stole my boo. I'm like, ah, it's very it's Here very sensual. It. It's very sensual for it's, a Disney really Channel movie. Is. A Disney like Channel that, is no stranger you know, to sexual tension. I know, but oh, one hundred percent. And then right, you know, it, Derek and Mackerel almost die from the tray crash because yes. I don't know if y'all paid attention to the stunt actor that was supposed to hit them, but they literally lift up the tray and hit yeah. them so hard, and you hear heavy glass hit in the floor. I'm like, your man's almost died. They should yeah, not said, have gotten up and walked away. Yeah, I said that was no accident. I said the cheater girls like paid that guy to try to hit them out of the of the talent show because it was i wouldn't put it past her gallery was like here's five dollars when he walks past you just like (laughs) here's five dollars to murder someone like i didn't (laughs) he's like bleeding out and raven just goes you steal my boo and walks away (laughs) credits and credits because we are sisters so great segue into the audition for the talent show which they treat it like it's the talent show. As I guess they should. They are yes. like dressed. I guess like if you want to be taken seriously, you got to take everything else seriously. Yeah. You can't just show and up they have and to show up. 100% at a kid's birthday party. You can do yes. it here. Yeah. They have to the, show up and show out with their their best song. Their best song. So like Adrian Bylone says, says, let the divas before us give us the growl power. Let's do it, girls. So. Let's all talk about Cinderella, the song Cinderella. So good. It's so good. Just the bridge. The bridge itself is my favorite part when they're in the blue gobo and they're doing like the body rolls in a circle. Every friend group has done that. And every friend group has assigned themselves as cheetahs. I was Galleria, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we've all done it. We've all been in our friends, turned on that song and did the little circle. Like, it's that. I mean, and I think it's known by this time that cinderella is not a cheetah girls original it's by another girl group but they walked and cheetah girls took it but this cover is the one that the people know yeah Yeah. of course and they also think it's a good way to like show everyone's distinct styles yeah well you have you have raven hit it off strong every time and then adrian follow her also strong and then as soon as sabrina starts singing it's like well Oh, they cut, they, do you know they cut out her like entire section in the song from yeah, the movie? I know, I know the soundtrack yeah. gets a little bit longer, right? Yeah, they completely cut her out. And when you hear it, you're like, oh, I see why. I get it. Yeah. Like, that's why you flip. This is, Keely Williams' lisp is not as prevalent in the Cheetah Girls as it is in her music with 3LW. But yeah. Cinderella, I could hear it like a couple of times. It's surprising. Oh, for sure. So, like, obviously the song's about they don't want to be like Cinderella. They're going to do life their way. It's surprising in a Disney movie, they're degrading one of Disney's biggest properties. And? No, I'm just saying, I think it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's interesting. <laughs> for a little I, I, peek behind the curtain for the listeners as well, when Hunter and I hit 100 followers and we were deciding what <laughs> dance we should do, what Disney Channel dance we should do for the gram, I proposed Cinderella and Hunter was like, I don't think yes. we could pull it off. I don't think we can. <laughs> Even though the it's- body roll in a circle. It's I, know, I know it's like very five, six, seven hit, but I don't know if I can hit it like them. But who knows? Maybe when we get 500, we'll do it. Right, 500 for the cheetahs. <laughs> Every time we hit a milestone, it's going to get 
more complicated, more complicated. Or we could just like hire some dancers and then we will play the part of Toto because I know we could do that dance. <laughs> oh yeah, the part where Toto like <laughs> what runs up. This was play. another major inconsistency in this movie at the end of Cinderella. And I never noticed it till I watched it last night. And at the very end of the song, you know, Toto comes up, mm-hmm. goes into Galleria's arms, and then Galleria, her ending pose is like on the ground. You look, Toto is nowhere in sight, but that next Ooh. shot, boy, does she lift him back up. And I'm like, where did Toto go? Where'd he go? And that was a little like, Toto's going to be really intricate in this plot. So just you wait. Just you know, you they wait. taught that yeah. dog the one trick and they were like, all right. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> so unbeknownst to them, well, first we get introduced to Drinka, who I guess is a teacher at the school. But She's a, an art a, teacher there, I think, but she was also very clearly like imbued in the wonder. music industry at one point. Drink yeah. a champagne. champagne. Uh, just her entrance, her like oh. intro is iconic in itself. Oh, yeah. The music, the slow pan up and the gold lidden like handkerchief. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like a one hit wonder, apparently. I think yeah. that's what I was getting. Oh, she's yeah. Also... Champagne bubbles of love. Yes. <laughs> Jackal Johnson, we also find out, was her former project. Yeah. Because he was in the audience. And then Drinking goes, yeah, the Cheetah Girls are my former are my new project. And then, of course, Jackal Johnson has an interest in signing them. Yes. Before he could finish his spiel, Mama Cheetah comes running up. It was like, eh, eh, eh. Like like a well, like a. Mama if your name there. is literally Jackal, I'd be like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the. I mean, Dorothea had the right, the right moves to be like. Oh, hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. She puts that man in his place, like really, and it's it's great to see. It's great to see, and of course they're all devastated, and then it cuts yeah. to Raven being so bent out of shape <laughs> that she can't go see Jackal. And, yeah. and, then, and then Adrian is trying to give it to her mom. And her mom's like, I think Dorothea's got the right idea. And I mean. There was a moment in this scene where um, Galleria is like, uh, tell her I'm not a knucklehead. Tell her I'm not a pazza. And in that moment, I was like, I really wish Galleria spoke more Italian in this movie to take some of the yes. weight off of Franco. Because if she's biracial, <laughs> Black and Italian, like, I just want to hear like Juanita and Chanel, they speak Spanish, but they don't explain anything as they should. I want to hear more Italian from Raven. Show that little side of you. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a nice little touch. And then like he disappears. He's not even the second one out of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I feel like Disney Channel kind of falls into that trope though. When they bring on people of other nationalities, they'll say like one word in their language, but then that's like kind of all they get because we still have to understand the sentence. Yeah. yeah. But then but then eventually Dorothy after talking to Galleria's dad and then it and then this is the scene that really drives from the fact that I think Dorothea had when she was a teenager had something going on in the music industry and it ended badly this yeah. is yeah the, I think this is she does scene. not she does not want to let her go no and she says that she's gonna have to go with her to the first meeting which is fair no I think that's the one appropriate. meeting the one meeting Dorothy is not at is the one where everything goes to shit. And I don't think that, right. that is a coincidence. I mean, it would be weird if period. she was like, it'd be weird if she like, yeah, you can go. Like if this was Hannah Montana, Billy Ray would be like, yeah, Molly, you go meet with those people. I'll well, see you later. Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray is all about like, y'all go and make your mistake and then I'll teach you later. And Dorothy's like, no, we ain't doing this tonight. Yeah. And I think and that's the real parent 
in my opinion. Dorothea is the mother I want to be, 100%. (laughs) I think she's the mother we all want and want to be. Oh, yeah. um, And then we kind of get a little inkling. This is when Galleria and Chanel talking on the phone, and Galleria's, like, uh, making music and writing songs. This is, like, the first inkling that Chanel's like, oh, you didn't run this by anyone? And I said, well, Galleria's the only one working. Why... (laughs) so many people got bad stuff to talk about galleria she is the one that is leading this group and you especially see it in the second movie but like without galleria where would y'all be no no i think the main thing that growing up oh because like when you're a kid you're like she is bossy they just need to have fun but watching this movie i was like gallery is the only one doing anything to yeah. keep yeah. this group alive. Did well, it go to her head? Doing, somebody's doing choreo. I would assume it's Dorinda. I'm but assuming it's Dorinda. Galleria is doing music and lyrics. Yeah. And I would assume getting them booked as well. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm assuming she has her phone on like she's the cheetah hotline. <laughs> that like if they need the cheetahs, she calls. Which like... her flip phone that we see in that scene in the cafeteria with the huge black clunky case. Oh yeah. Beautiful. So I know that phone has Brick Breaker on it. Yeah, so. Oh, sure is. Th- are we talking, is that the scene where she puts on the, uh, she has like the cheetah vest and she puts on sunglasses and like. Yes. And a huff? Yeah, because yes. it's it's when she flames Aqua for having the hot sauce. Oh yeah, is, is that after yeah. or before the first meeting with Jackal? It's right before, because they're like, right we before. gotta tune up the look. Yes, yeah. and Galleria Jackal. is like, you have really bad table manners. <laughs> She As she did, Aqua's tragic. I was like, geez. <laughs> and Chanel's like, I ain't gonna, I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm glad. Chanel she was knows. like, she's got it right. And then, oh, of yeah. course, and then we finally get to see like the first meeting, and Gallery is running a little bit late. And Dorothea she is stuck in traffic. Dorothea gives great advice. She's like, you shouldn't have worn those shoes. She goes, you always what? put the shoes in your purse because you gotta walk. And you put them on later, and she steps in dog poop. Well, Dorothy has an iconic moment too, where she was like, "Another piece of advice: soak your feet later, make the meeting." And they get out of the taxi and <laughs> yeah. they start running. But then, of course, Galleria steps in dog shit. And when Chanel is wiping her boot in the background, and Galleria said, "I made fudgy feet." Right. <laughs> and then when like Chanel finishes wiping Galleria's shoes, she like pats Chanel like a dog. It's like. You're the one. Yeah. Oh, well, then that Chanel was a also just like, like Galleria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chanel just throws that like, like that hand towel back onto the sink with the shit on it, and they just leave. Because she's pissed. Yeah. I was like, Galleria, I can't keep rooting for you if you go and treat Chanel like this. Like right, right. I'm, I'm an ad, I'm an advisor for you. But then also during that whole like traffic fudgy feet section. Of course, like we got Jackal and just the cheetahs themselves. And the whole time I'm like, Jackal, get your hands off their shoulders. Yeah, do not right. do it. Not it here. was like it's very weird. weird. And when they come back into the room and it's just like Dor uh Dorinda and Aqua being Aqua. like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Annoying. It, was... it yeah, it was very, very weird. But now that they have like their meeting with Jackal, he was like, We're gonna record a demo, and Dorothy is like uh, not so fast. Hot shot. We gotta do this, this, this. this. There's no way. Like, Period. Dorothy's like, I'm on. Yeah. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. But then I think before this or right after, we find out a little bit more about Dorinda because she's working at this dance studio. Yeah. And 
I just can't with the way Sabrina Bryant's ad libs during that scene, which is like, oh, when they're when they're hosting the audition, yes, and she was running back and forth with her red striped like Avril Lavigne, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let these people audition, damn it, you're like running back. I was like, like I in no dance audition, even if you're a dance captain, will you be able to to like go through the dancers as they're auditioning? Yeah, right. That's why I was like, are you auditioning or are you helping? Like, what are you doing? Either way, she's not yeah. helping whatsoever. The part where she's like walking and then like does the butt like slide. Ugh. Right. But then she gets Some offered. Some dancer behind her was probably like. <laughs> yeah, right. <She's> like, <laughs> Who, who's this? Wasn't she just mopping the floors? Um, But then she gets off. But then like the choreographers see her and they're like, who was that? They're like, oh, this turn and she works here. And she gets kind of offered um, a spot on, on the spot. On the spot. The, the butt slide did it. Um, and she's like, they're like, oh, you just got to get your parents' permission. You're, and she's like, oh, um, okay. She's like, parents, right. Yeah, yeah, I know those. <laughs> I have those, like, Which is, that's like our first kind of inclination that something is amiss. Yeah. Other than her yeah. poor fashion choice, I guess, but. Yeah, and this is when Galleria starts to going insane yeah we have that whole scene in the cafeteria where like everybody's coming up to her and then it's just underscored with raven cackling (laughs) it was so funny like the part where she's like it was jackal and then like some guy trying to leave she goes sit down (laughs) that that was like a moment because i remember when i was growing up and the rate that's raven already came out i was like I like this is not like the Raven I'm used to. I'm I'm I need like a bumbling like disguise, fallen Raven, and yeah. she's like more like. But that you get like those little Raven moments here and there in this one. <laughs> but I'm like, of course. But for some reason, I feel like this is more how Raven Simone is in real life than Raven Baxter. Oh, for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just like the more like serious because this movie isn't like a comedy. No, it's a drama, especially in the scene we're about to get to. <laughs> So ever like yes. Galleria is literally tearing people to shreds. Tearing people to shreds. So base they're at the rehearsal for the talent show. And she goes, Oh, we're not gonna make the talent. She talks to Drinkins like, oh, we're not gonna make the talent show. Sorry. Sorry about your bad luck. And she basically was like, Well, you wouldn't pass this opportunity, right? Because then I'm just gonna be like you. Working in high school. Look, this entire scene, I think it's the most iconic scene in the movie because look, the gumption and the gall that Galleria Garibaldi has against Drinka, I feel like the Drinka, Galleria, head to head, that's the fight that we were all waiting for. And the Regina George in Galleria, I'm always here for chaotic evil energy. And whenever she was like, opportunities knocking Drinka. And I think, you know better than I that once it's gone, you just can't get it back. I was like, that's it right there. Oh, the way the way the way Raven delivered that line was like, you know I'm right. You know yes. you're a failure. It's iconic. And then she flames iconic. she flames Dorinda right after and gives her those like pronounced outfits and she's like, Don't look busted for Jackal. And then she's like right? I, and then and then Dorinda goes, Oh, like we have like recording or something, and Dorinda's like, Oh, I can't make it or something. And Everyone goes, well, I guess you don't have to be there since you, all you do is dance. <laughs> Which is not wrong. Raven, let, Dorinda be, let Dorinda be poor. Let her look a hot mess. She's still got the moves to back her up. 
Right. 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 Dorinda Dur- gets mad and leaves, and she's like, "Some people just don't know how they're coming across." Oh, and Dorinda goes, "How's this for tour up?" And like tears up the fire or something. Honestly, my I favorite. Love- my favorite part of the scene was how they sat through that entire stand-up comic set just to say that they weren't going to do the talent show. Right. They're back there yeah. laughing. Well, they I are you, laughing I and laughing. I don't know what the joke was. <laughs> I don't know, but wasn't he like calling like a bird? I guess. <laughs> Could it be I that good? I the whole joke. Could it be that good? I don't want it to be that funny. But it, it seems to me that the rest of the cheetahs are on board for the talent show. And then all of a sudden, Galleria was like, oh, we can't make it. And they're like, wait, yeah. what? That's what incites Aqua to say, like, you need to talk. Again, another reason where, like, they clearly know that Chanel and uh, Chanel and Raven are close, very close in the rest of them. Because Aqua's like, you need to talk to your girl. And I'm like, aren't yeah. we all supposed to be four best friends? Yeah, it sounds like there's only they, two best they friends. They made it seem like. Or acquaintances. They made it seem like Aqua was the tough one, especially in the scene a little bit before during like Chomp Cheetah. And the way yeah, Aqua was yeah, like, yeah. someone needs to talk to her. And by someone, I mean you. Little me was like, oh, Aqua's about to throw hands. She's about that life. Literally. Yeah. Throughout the other franchise, we're like, oh, she's weak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it makes me wonder, like, because you know, there's like all that bad blood between the Cheetah girls. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. after they leave the auditorium that they find out they have a diss site, right? Yeah. It's after because the lunchroom, after the cafeteria scene. You're right, you're right. And then, yeah, yeah. after the lunchroom scene is when they found out that they have the dish site. And Chanel's like, yeah, I'll talk to her. And I'm just like afraid to talk to her. And then after the Which, Trinka, the Trinka thing, mm-hmm. and Raven's like, oh, we're not doing it. That's when Aka like look, turned to her and was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, when are you going to talk to her? It's time. She's like, the time is now. Whoa. Yeah. And then, so obviously Raven's like, you need better clothes, Dorinda. <laughs> And then Chanel goes home, and of course her mom is nowhere yeah. to be found. Well, she was again. supposed to have what her mom said. I think that she would take her on a shopping trip to make yeah. up for mm-hmm. them having to turn down Jackal. Maybe I can't remember what it yeah. was. Something like that. And she gets there, and of course she's already gone, and the credit card is on the table, and she just left her a note. So Chanel has her full on Jamie Lee Curtis and Freaky Friday moment with her yes. shopping spree. Love it. Yeah, the song choice spectacular, amazing. Yeah. I feel like that song was in another movie. Probably. I'm sure it was. Like, like Disney another... likes to recycle their movies for right. their songs. It's called it's called Come On by Sonic Chaos. Because this was chaos. <laughs> this was chaos. And then <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to see where this other movie where it was in, but I don't remember. Anyway. But bef- uh but then Chanel's like, I'm gonna buy this vest. This cheetah vest, because of course it's cheetah. So obviously they're like, I have to have it. It's cheetah. And it, it turns out she's going to Dorinda's house, what we think is Dorinda's house. Oh. Because before you before after the initial jackal meeting, Raven and her mom drop her off, and you see her like as soon as they drive off, like go to the alley or something. You're like, what's going on? And then <laughs> she was like, Can I speak to Dorinda to the doorman? He's just like, he's like, uh, in the alleyway. I said, not him knowing. The su- in the Super's apartment. In the Super's apartment. In the yeah. Alleyway. And the reveal, the twist. Yes. The That's twist. Dorinda is having her Cheaper by the Dozen 2022 moment as one of 10. Yep. One of 10. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and at first, Chanel thinks, oh, Dorinda, you're half black. 
that's why you danced so well. <laughs> Which that I was. Mean, she wasn't. She wasn't wrong in the assumption. Yeah. I would also assume I'm like, oh, your mom's black. That's why you can dance. I get right. it. And then it turns out that Chanel, not Chanel, Dorinda's adopted and doesn't know her she's parents. A foster, she's a foster, she's a foster kid. And she lives with yeah. 10 other kids. And the husband of the woman that answers the door is the superintendent, which is why they live there. Yeah. I feel like out of all the Cheetah Girl scenes, this, like, of course, the Cheetah Girls, when you think of Cheetah Girls, you think of dancing and cheetah print and songs. But I also yeah. think you think about this scene. Yeah, this is a great yeah. scene. Yeah. It was a heavy scene for children. We were like, what? It That's is, yeah. Scene? Yeah, it was nothing like I've seen before on the channel at the time. Because Dorinda and- thinks that they're going to kick her out because she's poor or yeah. because she doesn't yeah. have parents, which is Chanel is like, no. And then she gives her this like nice cheetah print vest that she just bought at one of the stores. Yeah, because she felt now, bad. In this scene, if we could talk about anything, because it confused all of us for a long time. And I'm sure you know what line I'm talking about. When, when uh, Sabrina, when Dorinda was like, I'm not black. I'm not even half black. I'm not white. I don't even know what I am. As children, we were all like, babes, you're lighter than a brown paper bag. You're white. But then, right. of course, now we understand. <laughs> she didn't even know at the time that she was half Latina. And I was like, when I made that discovery, I was like, okay, you're just white passing. Okay, not makes sense. But also yeah. that confused all of us for a while. Yeah. Like no one on set was like, hmm, maybe mm-hmm. we should say something else. Right. It was right. a very like, this is what we came here for. It all led up to this, this scene. Yeah. Like, you you know Sabrina Bryan and Adrian Byone like worked on that scene at their houses respectively, like the whole week. They said this is gonna be the moment. Mm. I wonder if that was yeah. like one of the audition sides. Oh, of it had Probably. to be. <laughs> had to be. Oh, for sure. Um, and then we get you're a cheetah girl because of who you are and what's in your heart. Amazing. Yeah. Like, what do you have to do to be a cheetah Chanel girl? Chanel is the kindest cheetah girl. She is. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and then Raven, <laughs> the same before is like, you look tore up. You get, oh, Raven, Raven, Raven. And then she's like, thank you so much about that. And you, again, this whole time, Aqua, you only see Aqua in the school. <laughs> yeah. You don't really know anything about it. Well, at the very, yeah. very end, when they're being like, when they're leaving the scene before they come back and perform Cheetah Sisters, you see a man with his arm around Aqua. <laughs> and I was like, I sure hope that's her father. Assuming, I'm assuming it's her father. Well, he turns around and he has on a bolo tie, which I would imply Texas. Yeah. So I think maybe that's yeah. what they were trying to do. Well, yeah, a and- reason why Aqua is probably not around a lot is because she got trig classes at NYU. She got to go make that. Oh, right yeah. That's true. She does oh, yeah. drop that little thing on us yeah, early it's on. Like a little thing. So she's smart. Yeah, and then after we get that, like, sentimental, actually, like, pretty good scene on Disney Channel standards, Adrian, uh, Chanel goes up to Raven, and they're, like, having this slumber party, and basically breaks it all down that, like, you're being like too crazy right now you need to chill out and then raven goes you mean you you guys having a cheetah chatter behind my back i'm like here we go with the phrases yeah just say, just say gossip it. just say gossip 
because but also we, in that moment, Dorinda, Chanel told you, or Chanel, Dorinda told you not to tell anything. And then you right. go ahead and tell Galleria. And I feel like right. I, the, the way Galleria has been acting, she's the last person you want to share that information with. Right. Yeah. I'm really shocked that in the heat of the moment at the Jackal meeting in the, in the scene after this, that Galleria didn't like spill that she knew. Yeah. Like someone like, you need this more than anyone, Dorinda. It's like, oh. I mean, I guess, but that's not like explicit enough to. Yeah. I don't know. But that leads into their second meeting with Jackal where they set up what's the name of the band? This they want them to do this thing. Global get down. Global, Global get, get down. down. And they want to put them all in masks, which in they did urban aqua. Sensibilities. They did aqua filthy with that seal mask <laughs> they, they, sure they try to give her. It they is did. the only it's just it's funny now. It's so ugly. It's funny now, like 15 years later. Two out of the four cheater girls ended up performing in masks on the mask singer. They did. <laughs> yes. So well, you know for a fact, if Dorothea was at that meeting, it would have been shut down before the masks came out the briefcase. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I'm surprised that Dorothea let I know like it took her some convincing, but I'm surprised that she was just like, go, you do it, have fun. Right. And then everyone's kind of like, okay, okay. Well, you, Galleria is immediately like, um, you can't, you kind of get this horror montage. Galleria's like, no, <laughs> yeah. Well, is that yeah. is that after? That's after they perform Girl Power, is it? That's after Girl Power, yeah. Yeah, bump yeah. this, bump this. It's just like we're gonna show Icon. the Cheetah Girls icon. And again, Galleria is committed to being a Cheetah Girls because she, you know, she has a DIY glittery Cheetah Girls shirt. She does. On. And in her bedroom, she has like a DIY cheetah girl's wall. Yeah. Right? I'm like again, so this is Chanel. why she's. The, yeah, this is why she's the most dedicated. This is why the Loved cheetah girls are are gonna go somewhere. When they do girl power, so the move of together we can was fisheye, and the move of girl power is the cameraman is seasick because it is all Dutch <laughs> angles. Yeah. My favorite thing about girl power is just watching Doe and Aqua in the background because it's clearly the least rehearsed number. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you just watch them in the background and they're just like doing little moves with each other. I'm like, y'all, you're not in this and that's why you gotta go. Yeah, it's very much like directions like just sing to the camera. <laughs> just yeah. sing to yeah. the POV, your Jack Johnson. Chanel's riffs in this <gasps> makes right. the movie. I, okay, this is just like a weird thing as me noticing when when the, the lyric is like, let me hear you, whatever. And the way Adrian like flips her hand to like, it, it's I like that was so distinctive to me the way like everything yeah. is so intricate yeah but but yeah throw your hands up if you know that you're a star and I then mean, after they do that like incredible performance Jackal is still like okay great so let's proceed with this crap that I have made up yeah and this was this was Galleria's my Galleria moment where she's the only one who is immediately like no this is not yes. the Cheetah Girls this is not what we wanted. And she is the only one at first that like wants to stay true to the vision and what they had. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's just exactly. because you don't like it. I'm like, what are we talking about now? She's trying to do what's best for the entire group. This is not what you guys like, like in that moment. Galleria should have thrown hands. I know it's a Disney movie, but Galleria should have like really given them a good one too, especially when Aqua came up in her face and she was like, right. look, here's the thing. And I would have been like, Aqua, Get your promises, promises, teeth out my face right now. <laughs> a party was like, don't do this, it. I was like, a party was like, this is exactly what happened behind the scenes after they filmed the second one. 
It might be. Oh, for sure. Like mm-hmm. Aqua, do you really want to be bark barking like a seal <laughs> in that ugly ass mask? And the snow leopard mask isn't cute either. Right. It so, doesn't even look like a snow leopard. It looks like um, it looks like Tai Lung from Kung Fu Panda. If we're being honest, <laughs> not the Kung, not Fu, Kung Panda. Fu Panda. <laughs> uh, you, you were saying it inspired. You were saying there's some behind the scenes story. Oh yes. Okay. So, because I was there. Um, apparently, I forget who the source was. I think I think it was Raven. Uh, she talked about how whenever Aqua first came, either it was either like during auditions or when they first came to set. Um, Keely went up to Raven and she was like, "You know, I auditioned for the Cosby Show too." And Raven was like, "Okay, we were children. What do you want me to do about this?" So clearly, that beef was there from the very get-go and that's the reason why they almost got into a fight while they were in barcelona a fight like a fist fight apparently so. because on whenever you watch the reel the little show that adrian is on uh-huh. uh lynn whitfield came on and um i think raven was also there there was some talk show where lynn and raven were on at the same time and raven was like this woman she saved me from going to jail in barcelona and lynn was like <laughs> baby funny but let's not talk about that oh <gasps> My money, my money's on Raven. Oh, oh, 100%. my money's on Raven. Yeah, but then Raven's like, "Don't you believe in what we have?" And I was like, "It's just because it's not what you want." And then all of a sudden, Adrian turns on her. Yeah, I'm like, "Where's the loyalty? Yeah. Where's the loyalty?" I mean, I, like, I guess they're right in maybe taking the time to consider the offer, but like Galleria is more in the right in being like, "No." I, I yeah I yeah I, I I know what you mean like maybe we can consider it but it's like the whole time Raven's the only yeah. one who's focused on the cheater girls right everyone else is lost in their own thing you don't even know what Aqua's doing half the time not a clue I'm like if it's like Raven they're they're in a group project and Raven is doing the majority of the work <laughs> yeah and it's like do we want to present it today or tomorrow the person does the majority of the work which Gets then, of course, we, we see when they leave the the room that Jackal just has a bunch of other yeah. similar-looking girls lined up so that they were going to do this project no matter who they got. Yeah. Which, that was a really good moment for me as well. Like, Yeah, right. it's also like there... a pig in, I feel like it's a, a pig into the... Uh, what, are the, what, are the what do they call that? I see it all the time on TikTok. Plant? Plants? Like industry, industry plants? plants? Industry mm-hmm. plants. There was yeah. Like another oh, plant. yeah. When they were walking down like the little uh almost said corridor, this isn't Harry Potter. When they were walking down the hallway and like one of the girls looked back at them looking at their outfits, and I was like, ma'am, you and your girls look like bird girls from Susical. Okay, don't try that. They're out bird here styling girls. Them. They do don't pull that. not right now. I love it. I love it. And then a part of me is like, were the cheetah girls even that solid if this one little thing makes them break up? Yeah. I feel like they were just saying goodbye at this I point. I mean, we kind of established that they're not like that close friends to begin with. And yeah. they were already on shaky ground because they all think that Galleria is being ridiculous. Yeah. And then, of course, you just get like the montage of any, everyone on their own. But I'm like, of course. So the rest Another of them are amazing just. Song. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm like, so Chanel, like, I understand why Raven doesn't talk to them anymore after this because they were all kind of against mm-hmm. her. But I'm yeah. like, so y'all were just friends by association of the band because it seems like none of them talk to each other after this big mess. They probably don't. 
Well, not necessarily. Well, with Aqua, I don't know if that's what you meant with Aqua in just association to the band because um, Aqua, not Aqua, I'm so sorry. I meant Chanel. Chanel often calls Dorothea Madrina, which means godmother. So clearly they're even deeper yeah. in that little connection. No, yeah. I meant like the montage, it made it seem like everyone is choosing to do their own thing now and like don't hang out. Like, yeah. like Aqua's yeah. like alone in New York and is like, I guess I'll take the tour and she's the only one it doesn't hit yeah and then you get again the two main stars chanel and raven get their whole scene talking to their parents about what happened and i wrote down when raven is having the moment with her mom and dad about like what went down and how they should have approached it and she goes there are ways and there are ways (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's. I was like, so true. There are ways, and there are ways, yeah. and we want to do the. Don't know way. what she means, but here. For right, it. it's just like so vague. She goes, there are ways, and there are ways. Yeah. Like, All right. And, and that's I when Chanel has cheetah girls way. Right. Right. And that's when Chanel has that fight with her mom because her mom's like, I tried to her buy mom. some sandals, and my credit card cut declined. She her threw mom. those receipts. I said, oh, her mom was pissed. Well, yeah, but like you left a spiteful fifteen-year-old with your credit card, like yeah, I, mean, I don't know it, if that's very smart. Adrian, Adrian Bailon's a good little actress. She is. That was oh, a good yeah. scene as well. This is like a she overall like doing. yeah. This is an overall well-acted film, I'd say. Oh yeah, from like what they're given. Um, they're like Cheetah Girls are over. It's done. I'm like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, Raven playing. But they're the done piano. in every movie. Right, I'm like <laughs> every movie they're done. That's I was why like, I'm like, this is just they break this up. is just the prequel to it's over from the second. It's one. like, baby, get ready, you're about to break up five more times. Five more yeah. times, and then it's gonna get even realer when your main person leaves the group. Raven will have right? her piano ballad. She will. Yeah, but it wasn't even oh, so. No. Yeah, you get to that point where <laughs> Raven goes down at the piano, and it's so obvious that she's not playing. <laughs> it's I don't even think it's Raven's or voice. Does it sound like her? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, why, why all of a sudden are we pulling a Vanessa Hudgens where someone has to come in and sing for her? Oh, no, maybe be when, uh, right, when Raven's been singing this entire film, right? And then the guy, Derek, of course, he has to love it. It's like they have their moment, you're like, you were right, you're strong, blah, 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 blah. You know, he has to have that banter when they're by themselves. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was more genuine than oh. all their other scenes together. Yeah, I'm here for it. Whenever she, whenever he like put his arm around her and she was like, "Wait a second, you ain't just saying this. You can win the talent show." And he's like, "Yes, I am." And I was like, "Y'all, you better kiss." And they do. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. They sure do. Well, and then you get, and then of course, the moment you see those tracksuits in the next <laughs> scene, you know it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, sure. every uh, the track yes. suits that birth so many Halloween groups. <laughs> I do. What is this? Galleria is going to go to the talent show to like make up with Drinka and yeah. support everybody there. And she's taking Toto for some reason. <laughs> and she stops in front Might of the window well. of that. She stops in front of the window of that electronic store because she sees the the global get down went forward, which how many days has it been? And they already are out and on the front of a store. I'm going to ballpark. It's at least been five days. Maybe. I mean, that was Jackal's turnaround time for their demo. So that would make sense. Yeah. 
but she thinks Anne that would be going with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she thinks mm-hmm. that the other girls went through with it when she sees that, and she kind yeah. of like lets go of Toto, and Toto takes off running. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Toto's not yeah. well trained, I suppose. No, I loved when when Galleria was chasing Toto, and she shoves that cop out of the way. As she should. As she, she said, should. She said, "AK." Well, he's holding like coffee and a donut too, and he's like, "Ooh, ooh!" And then he's immediately like, "Dog in a hole? That's bad." Yeah. And then okay, so the climax of this film—this is my biggest gripe with the Cheetah Girls. But before we get into that, we just have to quickly comment about Derek and Mackerel's talent show entry. Yep. Most underrated song. Underrated song because that song is a full, full bop. Well, earlier in the movie, he like dogs on the Cheetah Girls because he's like, oh, what we do, we actually use real music. Use instruments Macros, and then all they- Macros well, in a he, DJ booth. Uh, Derek does have his shredding moment later, which that was justified. But I was like, yeah, like it's a DJ booth. Yeah, it's like argument is invalid. <gasps> During on. this scene, one thing that mm. needs to be mentioned, two, actually two things. One, Drinka's entrance into the talent show is unlike any other. If that entrance was just mm. the movie, awards emmy awards academy awards yes the second thing though if you notice the shot right after drinka makes her entrance it does like a little shot onto the audience and they're applauding and such and Mm -hmm. there are certain kids like standing on the steps please go back and watch this the kid that is closest to the end of the steps at the bottom he looks like that talent show is his 13th reason. Like he does not want to be there <laughs> at all, whatsoever. He hates, he hates, and he's standing there with the grimmest of grins. And I'm like, boy, go his ahead. His 13th reason. You're wrong for worst? that. But My right. 13th reason is the audience not letting Drinka finish that amazing story she was telling when the power went out. Right? About the captain and Tennille? I want to know what movie they saw. Right. All right. So obviously, the climax of this film is Toto shutting down New York City. <laughs> Talk about so the power funny. of the dog. This Tell me damn, in what world would this damn Bichon Frise in a manhole requires the police, the fireman, cutting the power to Manhattan, stopping <laughs> traffic in Manhattan. Yeah. If this was most... Manhattan IRL, they'd be like, your dog is dead. They're like, sorry about your bad luck. We know, we know some pounds down the street. And the news. Too, well, yeah. So like, the they get on the news and they're like, help. Like, what is, uh, what is Raven going on the news gonna do? I because do love the like, iconic moment where she's like, it's a bison frige. It's not a salad dressing. I know a lot of people think that. I'm like, that's Raven. That's so. That, Raven. that was, yeah. That that was like a little Raven moment. I love when I found those. But yeah, what is going on the news going to do? Like help, help, like a dog rescuer who knows exactly how to get someone out of a manhole. Be like, oh, and then I'm on that my way. one, that one fireman is leading the whole rescue effort like by himself. Right, he should be the honorary yeah. cheetah. I'm like, why are the rest of the people cheetah. there? Uh, one of the things I was gonna talk about was um, obviously their looks, how they all show up in the same like little uh, right, very suits. Very I convenient. cannot tell you how angry I would be in another moment where Doe really got the bottom end of the end of the <laughs> totem pole. They really put her in the ugliest tracksuit. Everyone they else was did. monochrome. Hers was yellow, orange, and like scarlet red. I'm like, I would have been angry. I would have walked off set. Yeah, like, you're gonna so, put me in this while they look Ra- like that. Ravens in pink. Mm-hmm. Dorinda's an orange-yellow number. That, Ad- yeah. Adrian slash Chanel's in purple, right? Or blue? Yeah. No, Aqua's in blue. Chanel's Aqua's in, in purple. 
and aqua's in blue because aqua i suppose but yeah the the rest of the cheetahs i guess we're watching the news all in their tracksuits. yeah one one cheetah one mind they all show up they say they all show up for for toto yeah they were all like we don't care about you we care about toto (laughs) the power of toto man like literally Toto Raven down all of Manhattan. That's the Raven, power of Toto. Raven was like, you guys came. Thank you so much. Everyone was like, what did you do? What, why did you? I'm like. Not ever like, immediately. Like literally they're like, what'd you do to Toto? Did you let him on the leash? You always oh do that, Galleria. When they got to that, um, when they got to that part girl. where Galleria was like, his head is drooping. <laughs> <laughs> Toto, your head's drooping. Lord. I would and be they, bitter as a student in the talent show if I wasn't the Cheetahs, like, you know they're going to win. They interrupted. What if you were next after Derek and Mackerel? You didn't oh get gosh. to perform or get your shot at the record deal. Because the a, Cheetahs, of course, took the limelight. You're a senior who's been practicing, like, for two months. You're like, okay, oh, it's my moment. Like, yeah. my parents are out here. Yeah. I'm that stand-up them- comedian is probably so sad. He's like, I'm going to make them yeah. proud. And then lights <laughs> off. And then Raven's like, help, my dog's in a hole. <laughs> like, what? Well, the, the fireman is like, you have to call to him. And so the cheetahs all start singing together we can. And then the fireman yes. says, faster. Which I was like, what is that gonna do? <laughs> Toto they, is Cheetah Girl's number one fan. They start clapping with their mittens on. Right. Oh yeah, the whole, the entirety of Manhattan. Everyone's like, come on. No one I guess has to get to work, get to dinner. No. And then after they save the dog, the emergency services in Manhattan have time to dance and sing. Yeah. Exactly. They're there for like a good half hour. I'm like, y'all, you have nowhere to be. Y'all are just chilling around. Nothing's keeping you here. Yeah. So Toto gets rescued because the power of song, the power of a Cheetah Girl song can do anything. That's what this movie is about. Of course. (laughs) The power of the Cheetahs. And then I guess, and then Derek's like, because Derek and Mackerel and Drinka come to help them too. The entire then, school yeah. comes out. The entire school. And then Derek's like, well, I guess the cheetahs are back together. And Raven's like, they came for Toto. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And then I guess, I wonder, so she's like, she sees them all leave. And they're like, OK, bye. Well, th- this was fun risking your dog, but we still don't like you. Bye. Um, <laughs> in credits, imagine. Uh, and so they're like, Raven Ra- 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 like whisper something in Derek's ear. Sensual. What do we think Raven whispered to Derek's ear? She was probably um, like, shred it, baby. <laughs> 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 you know what to do. Yeah. And the, she's like, it, he, exactly. he does shred it. He she's does like, shred he it. He sure does. She goes, he has his key. moment. She's like, in the key. Of and my question is like, who's playing this piano? Where is this coming from? It's not Raven. It's not Raven. It's not and Raven. My... This is the moment in the movie where it becomes a musical, musical. and not yeah. a... Yeah. In my mind, during the New York shutdown, someone had a piano in their apartment, opened the window, and sees Raven just standing outside and just starts playing a little ivory. It's, like, it's your neighbor that lives above you. Right. The key of Cheetah. Got it. <laughs> not the key of Cheetah. Well, isn't then, their their performance is televised as well because we because see, it's on the news. We see Jackal yeah. drinking milk. I might add. Yes, you can't. Drink, <laughs> you, can't you can't drink alcohol. Yes. Well, but that just says yes, so much can. about Jackal Johnson that he is a milk drinker. 
So what do we think about the finale song, Cheetah Girls, the Cheetah One of the most iconic numbers in all of Disney Channel history. The part 100%. where Raven's, Raven is stripped of her humanity. She's in such a vulnerable place. And you just hear, there's a time. And everyone's like, wait, what? There's nothing better than when Chanel pops in. And it's, it's in my opinion, it's the part you remember most from the song. Whenever she's like, oh, yeah. and needs help. And I'm like, okay, Chanel, you better. And Ch Chanel's the last one to join, right? Because she was the best friend. She she was the most cool. Yep. If I was Dorinda, I would have went home and changed and came back and then started like, Can we please hold off? <laughs> Let me get into my green <laughs> suit. I have a green one at home. That would have made more sense. And it then we, we just get some, yeah, this is the most musical moment that's not like mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have people dancing that otherwise would not know this choreo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters, different colors who make now, a little family. Now, do you guys think they shot this in one night? Because I was thinking about it. I'm like, if it's a multiple day shoot, imagine how annoying it must be to be one of the crowd extras just standing there. Just waiting oh for the gosh, song to be over. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Disney Channel movies are notorious short windows of filming. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the what took the majority of filming. Yeah. yeah. But you also have to think like they were all like, besides Adrian, under 18. So they probably had to do it really fast. Yeah. But yeah. But since... nothing better than Aqua dancing on that taxi cab. I'm so surprised no one broke their neck because you can tell it was raining. <laughs> And they are all yeah. like slippery taxi cabs. And I'm there's like, also still very much an open manhole that like caused this whole issue in the first place. Right. And who, where's Toto? What if he, what if he is dancing and like falls in again? They're like, damn it. We gotta do it <laughs> the whole again, time, guys. The fire department's there like, y'all, you gotta leave. We gotta fill this manhole. Like right. this is a we, dangerous area. They're like, they're like, but we're sisters. Like, that's great. We're so glad you guys are sisters. <laughs> Got it. But we have to clear this up. And they get I, back inside and they they're declared the winners of the talent show like immediately, right? Yeah, and they Oh yeah. Again, if I was that senior who's been working two months for this talent show and the cheetah girls who performed in Times Square and <laughs> shut down New York City win, I'd be like, Are you freaking kidding me? But notice yeah. how they circle back from the beginning, like right after the little party, they're surrounded by the little snack table with a couple of pitchers of juice, and now they're back there again on the stage with a little couple pitchers of juice. I'm oh, like, wow. y'all, if this was for everyone in the talent show and everyone in the school, those two pitchers, that wouldn't have been it. Y'all need uh -uh. to put some money into this. <laughs> yeah. Give me but a good what a, snack table. What a full circle moment. They're back to where yeah. they started. And then of course their phone, Galleria's phone rings and it's Jackal Johnson. Cringiest yeah. moment in the movie. I was like, y'all could have ended it before this. Y'all didn't I know, when they, cringy. <laughs> when they each pass oh, the phone around it. and get their one line in, like somebody would have hung like, up We're on gonna them. do it our day. And I'm like, Dorinda, yeah. why are you here? Baby, go home and change. <laughs> somebody <sighs> would have hung up on them long before each one. Right, Jacko would have been like, okay, great. He would have been like, I gotta finish my milk. I'm sorry. But it, it, it is pretty, <laughs> it is pretty iconic when Raven goes, the cheetah girls are unavailable. And like, close I do love phone. that. I do <laughs> love that. And she does a Raven <laughs> Baxter if, scream. That would have been it. That should have just been the whole conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It was snap that flip phone shut. Do you do you want to else like that was annoying? Because of course Raven's like has her tail between her legs and like is apologizing. I'm so sorry. And then Raven is talking to the girls because they made up. She goes, Well, I guess the cheetah girls are over. And they're like, the cheetah girls are over. 
Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> Chanel said to her Y'all mother- Y'all made that clear. That, yeah. I don't, if I let that conversation, I would have thought my band was over too. I'm like, don't gaslight Galleria now. <laughs> Cheetah light. Gaslight, gatekeep, Galleria. Right. Gaslight, gatekeep, Galleria. That's it. Put it was, on a shirt. Was Galleria the original girl boss? You think? Probably. 100%. Yeah. The Cheetah girl boss? Absolutely. And then I um, love that the movie finishes on the ugliest end credits possible. <laughs> we got Times New Roman. Or, <laughs> we do. We, we had to get somewhere. We always need fireworks. But have y'all seen the, the the alternate ending of the Cheetah Girls before? Absolutely. 100%. Where it's like, I have not. Oh, it's basically they define what being a Cheetah Girl is. But it's, they're like, they look like how they are in the movie. Uh, the beginning of the movie in those outfits and it's a uh they do it in front of a green screen and it's very like you're special you are one of a kind yeah. Ooh. it looks That's more like a promo do. for the movie yeah than an ending and they put their hands in together and they raise them up and like the cheater girls like all lights come up but yeah that's the cheater girls Oh, I don't mean that the, the Cheetah Girls fireworks was ugly. I mean, like, the cheetah print end credits oh, yeah. was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, again, I got to give it, it looks creativity. Real Microsoft PowerPoint. I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I got to give it to them. It's not just like screenshots of the movie with the credits rolling that, that Disney Channel normally does. But yeah, but hey, that, this whole movie that's camp. Yeah. It's camp. But that's the Cheetah Girls. What of our now that we all like have it fresh in our minds because we all watched it recently, was there any big changes watching it now than other viewings? Like any different perspectives you yes. heard? Especially because so, you know, over the pandemic, a lot of people were doing like Zoom theater and whatnot. And I was part of this group and we were doing like Disney movie week. And they were like, if we want to do a reading of a movie, just get the script together. So I personally typed out the entirety of the Cheetah Girls script. Nice. With, you know, shots and uh, stage directions and such, because I was that committed. And of course, I did Galleria, naturally. And so of I was course. like, okay, I have this movie memorized verbatim. And then I rewatched it and all the little, all the little small stuff. I was like, I knew Galleria was it to begin with. But like a lot of people are like, Galleria, she's the villain. Um, First of all, she may have her flaws, but she's the only character in the movie that has the most growth. Like she mm-hmm. changes herself for other people. When the others fake, get rid of them. Right. I don't even know that this movie has like a villain either. I think, like, I mean, I think they I try think to. Jackal paint. is supposed to be, but Jackal is like just doing his job at the same time. Yeah, so. I think they're trying to paint Galleria as the like lesson. You need to not be yeah. selfish. You need to be like a better friend, like kind of lesson. But in all actuality, you if you're a part of a group, everyone needs to have the same responsibilities. Yeah. I feel exactly. like. If Gallery was like, hey, can someone like work on the dances? Let me know what you think of this song. I bet you Aqua was like, sorry, I have to go to class. I can't. And Raven's like, okay, I guess I'll do it myself. If you're going to do the whole thing by yourself, of course you think you're going to have to say. If we can have justice for Sharpay, we can have justice for Gallery. Justice for Gallery. I think the movie just needs more Drinka. That's my opinion. (laughs) She's great. Right. More drink of champagne. More drink of champagne. All right. Well, since the Cheetah Girls are known for their songs, I think it's time to play a little game called Finish the Lyric. Right? I have four songs from the Cheetah Girls. 
and we're going to see who can finish the lyric. So I'm going to need like a word from each of you to kind of like, that's your buzzer word. Go. Mine is fully um, paradox because the way Dorothea says it in her little speech, she's like, that, my dear, is what we call a paradox. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Paradox. I love it. I love it. Becca, do you have one? Um, I'll do Galleria. Galleria. God bless you. Bless. All right, we got Galleria and Paradox. All right, first one. Listen closely. Gotta walk, gotta tune. Got the brains, got the power. Oh, Paradox. Mm-hmm. And we speak the truth. We're ding, from ding, everywhere, ding, ding, ding. all around the world. Hey. So you best respect the cheetah girls. Hey, hey, hey. I'm glad you knew that because I'd be like, if you wrote all the script, I hope. Yep. <laughs> the lyrics counted. Okay. Song number two. Together we can shoot the moon, stop the rain, even ride a hurricane if we wanna. Together Hello we can. Yeah. Oh. oh, I may have rung into early, but oh. <laughs> well, walk in it. space, save the human race. Do you think we oughta? Uh huh. We're I love tired. that line. I love that line because it's like, oh, should we save the human race? I don't know. Should we? Maybe. I Silly like even. I like even ride a hurricane. Yeah. That's a lot to do. Okay. I can. Oh, next one. I can slay my own dragons. I can dream my own dreams. Paradox. Mm hmm. My knight in shining armor is me. So I'm gonna set me free. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. All right. I wanna be like Cinderella. Jaquay, if you get this one, you win. Becca, if you get this one, we're tied. Well, All right. <laughs> I don't know if I will. I don't know these that well. All right, here we go. Sometimes life may get you down, but you better hold your ground. Paradox. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody live your life but you. Stay true to who you are and always follow your heart. Congrats. The Ultimate Cheater Girls fan has been crowned. Yes. I'm just glad I got one. That's say? more than I thought. Uh, well, hey, <laughs> we're, all, we're all still Cheater fans here. And speaking of Cheetah fans, um, I'm such a fan of the movie and the, and the script. So it's time for your reading Disney Channel. You're reading Disney Channel. You're reading Disney Channel is a segment we like to do here. If we talk about a specific movie or TV show episode, we like to read a uh, scene from it. Since we're talking about the Cheetah Girls, we're going to read a scene from the Cheetah Girls. All right, this scene is very simple. Here's a setup. This is after Galleria is going on her ego trip. And this is after Galleria said, we're not doing the talent show anymore. We are going to do Jackal's recording studio thing. And the rest of the Cheetah Girls, Chanel, Aqua, and Dorinda, are like, okay, how do we manage Galleria? So, Jaquay, since you are our very special guest today, you get first dibs on which cheater girl you would like to be. Let me tell you, I need to be Aqua just for that right. last one. All right. All right, Becca. Uh, I'll take Chanel. Chanel. All right. So I'll be Dorinda. <laughs> Yay. All right. <laughs> and action. Yo, what's the story? Uh, it's not our story. It's Galleria's, and it's written all over the walls. Sick of Cheetah? Click on chompcheetah.com? We have a bashing site? Yo, it's really kind of funny how people are so jealous. Jealous? You don't even get it. Galleria's over the top. Look, I know she's tough, but she believes in what we're doing, and you gotta- Yeah, save it for your book, Chanel. 
We live here and we go to school here. She's making it really hard to wear cheetah spots. Look, all I'm saying is that somebody needs to talk to her. And by somebody, I mean you. I will. Yeah, I'm going to talk to her. When the time is right, I'll talk to her. And scene. Ooh, I feel like we were all, my check. We were all dropped in on that one. We were all dropped in on that one, I think. <laughs> Good job, fellow cheetahs. All right, of course, we have to find out what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today. Jaquay, what's the Disney Channel lesson you learned? The Disney Channel lesson I learned is that, um, you know, just because you're a boss doesn't mean that you're the villain. You do the work, you get the rewards. So if other people are trying to bring you down, baby, you better hold your crown. <laughs> and, that, and that's on girl power. And that's on girl power right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Becca, what's the Disney Channel lesson you learned today? My Disney Channel lesson is that a beach John Frise is not that hard to hold on to. So maybe just tighten your grip a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not a salad dressing. Very true. I, I think my Disney Channel lesson is soak your feet later, make the meeting. Amen, Dorothea. Come soak on. your feet later, make the meeting. And never forget, if you don't respect the art, he can't have can't your heart. Have my heart. That's that, that top right lesson. Uh, well, this was so fun. But if people who are listening want to find how we all ride the hurricane, if we want to, Jaquay, where can they find you? Everyone can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at Jaquay LG. That's J-Q-U-A-Y-L-G. All my social media is the same handle for the fans. Okay, of course. Becca? I am Heyo, it's Becca on Instagram and Twitter, H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner, for all my Robin Williams reviews. I have a really shitty movie review coming out this week, and we know those are always fun. And my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, is back up and kicking with bi-monthly episodes. We are YGSSG Podcast on all the main socials if you want to check us out. And if you want to find me on social media, it's at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. And if you want to follow all things Time Machine, we're on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in Time Machine Podcast on all the socials. You'll find us. Rate and review us. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. DM us. That's how Jaquay found us and got on here. We love that. We love talking to you guys. Uh, because we want to, we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have doing it. Jaquay, thank you so much for coming on here and celebrating. Oh, thank the, you for having me and celebrating my the fiftieth. Do it for my cheetah sisters. I know. Oh yeah. And celebrating the fiftieth episode with us, it means so much that you listened to us and you reached out, and it means a lot more than you think. We're cheetah sisters. Oh, of course. Come on now. We're, you're amazing. And thank you so much. This was so fun. This was so fun. Happy 50th episode, everyone. Happy 50th. Yay. Here's the 50 more. Here's the 50 more. Yes. All right. And until next time on the 51st, we will Mm. see you later, time travelers. Hug your seatbelt. (laughs) 